0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition roundtable discussion for the week of October 11, 2012. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Wayne Toygo, Mary Jo malata willy and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Tony is going to tell us about the Concierge Lounge at the Disneyland Hotel. And we are back to birthdays again. What the heck? It's October now. Why can't we get rid of this birthday stuff? Not that I'm bitter. What birthdays? That's why... Oh, Oh, I ruined your story. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that's why I went in Concierge. Yeah, you ruined my story, man. That's like (laughs) next news at 11. But we're going to tell you right now. Thanks, man. Let's just let's just the cancel the show that's over. Forget it. And that was the concierge level.
0: Thank you and good night. Thank you. That's gonna do it for this segment of the
2: design. I learned so so much. Thank
1: you. Yes, thank you. Okay. I'll begin now that my big surprise well it wasn't really surprise. But um so during the half marathon weekend a while back, um and it was my birthday weekend.
2: When I was celebrating
1: my birthday weekend, thank you. Um I decided I, I we decided to stay at the Disneyland Hotel. My son and I, and it's my birthday. So, like that wasn't enough. It's your birthday. It wasn't my birthday. It was. We're 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 now back in time. Dude, we're going back dude, to when dude. it was. Yes, when it was my birthday. And um, so I, I go to check in, and I was like, you know, how much is concierge? I said, write it down. I don't want my son to see. And I look, and I have a number in my head. <laughs> I have a number in my no, head, my son right? To see. Yeah, I. Well, I don't want to go, Dad. This so expensive, right? So um, I had a number in my head. Because I'd already prepaid for the room, because that's how I had to get into the marathon. So it's like, oh, it's just, I've already prepaid for the room, so it's not like oh, putting it all together, gone, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is new money. And so, um my great economics system. And so she wrote it down, <laughs> and I was minutes. like, yeah, She, um, I looked at it, and um I was like, oh, that's a little, I'm like, ah, it's my birthday, who cares, let's do it. So on a whim, which is not really the way, and an impulse, I decided to, you know, let's let's upgrade let's a concierge. Let's buy a car. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I did, and I bought DVC also. and <laughs> um, But um, it was and it was it was pricey, and I don't remember exactly what the price was. But did I said you, you know do? it's my birthday. No, I don't honestly. Okay. My credit card bill remembered though about a month later. Anyways, the uh um, I so I I went ahead and you know signed up, and they made sure that there was actually a concierge room available. So I don't know if my room was any different because it was last minute and they didn't have any special rooms available or whatever. But so, you know, I and I checked in early and so I was able to use the concierge for the whole weekend and I really enjoyed it and I'll talk about it and whether it's a value and everything. So, um, one, it, it was worth it and it was fun because it was a special occasion. I don't know if. In terms of value, that kind of depends on you and what you consider good value. So I'm not going to get into whether it was worth it or not. Specifically, I'll give you some reasons why I think it might be. I don't want to say worth it because, really, is there anything at Disneyland that's a good value? Not really. It's just it's worth the price that you're willing to pay. But um, I did get an annual pass holder discount, so that's one thing to know about the uh, when you do a Disneyland con- um, concierge level room and getting access to the concierge lounge. That's basically what you get. You get access to the Disneyland hotel concierge lounge. And um, I, this time on this trip, I really wanted to experience the Disneyland hotel. Cause I'd never, I'd never stayed there. So I went, well, I'm just going to hunker down and stay in the hotel for two days. Let's go all out and stay and do concierge. Cause I didn't really need to go to the parks. So I wanted to really try the pool and Andrew wanted to go in the pool. And I had friends from Fresno come down and, use the pool too. I don't know if that was legal, but yeah. they did. And, um, so, um, I, one thing that I did do on purpose because I was at the hotel, but I was something, a suggestion I would make for anyone who's thinking of doing concierge, check in as early as possible, because even if your room's not ready, you have access to that lounge. So if you were, if you're spending that extra money for concierge, which I was and Citibank was also. And, um, when I, when I, uh, is I checked in probably I think around 11 or 12 and even if I would have checked in I think at 10 I would have been able to get into the lounge even though my room's not ready. So that's one way to kind of take advantage is use the concierge level lounge as long as you possibly can to make it a little bit more worth it. Cause if you check in at six at night, you've already missed, you know, a breakfast, a breakfast snacky thing and a lunch snacky thing. And so just. Just a little tip and something and that I manage. All the other amenities. All the other amenities, yes. And um, is there anybody? No, he's. Everybody's being so quiet and, and listening. I guess it's so. Well, as well. we're
3: listening, we're in okay. involved Hanging on every and enraptured okay. Yeah. Okay. by okay. live steel.
1: I get yes, enraptured by live That's that was that's our tour. That was our big tour. Enraptured <laughs> by live steel. Anyways, um, so um, I stayed. So I, you know, I I went up to the lounge and we were waiting for our room to be ready and um, it's on the 11th floor of the adventure tower which is great because of the view it gives you so we went up there and you really only need your you everybody gets a card that will access the lounge but you have to have a card to get into the lounge you only need one card to get into the lounge so it's not like they're checking your cards to make sure everybody in your party has has one so if i had andrew's card he could let me in if i had a card i we didn't both need to always have our cards and then there were two concierge cast members i guess at the front desk and they're there to um help you with whatever you want reservations anything i joked with them like yeah i'm a local i'm doing concierge i know i shouldn't be doing it and it's my birthday it's your birthday let me give you a button and so they have everything there they they take care of you and that's one thing you do pay for i didn't take advantage of it except for the button but but that was there and they were and you very nice even and, wear it exactly if you listen to the previous show yes i didn't even wear it um but they're there always to, to help you. And so, when you go up to the lounge, one of the coolest things about the lounge is the view. Because you're on the 11th floor and you're facing—I know directionally challenged, east. but uh, east. Thank you. Thank you for helping me out. So you can see all of downtown Disney, a lot of California Adventure. You can see a, a lot of Disneyland, and then you can see the heat—the East Hills of Orange County.
0: You can see the construction so, at Earl's Sandwich.
1: That's how I found out, yes, the construction of roll Sandwich, you really get to see a lot. So it was nice as um we were waiting for our room just to hang out in the lounge. Compared to all the other lou- – not all the others. I've only done the two. I've done Paradise Pier before, which is on the second floor, nothing special. The v- It was worth it. When I say worth it, that's air quotes. It was really – let me change that. It was really cool to have that view. It was a lounge that you would want to go up to and just hang out and comfortably and look. And it was also like a 100 degrees – that weekend, so it was nice to be in a nice air condition and still see everything that's Disney but not have to feel the heat that was out there. So um when we that's one of the perks you have is you have the concierge level uh, cast members and then you also have that great view. So other than the incredible view, they also have some other these are other <laughs> amenities. Now I'm never gonna say it any other way. <laughs> um, they have some other amenities that uh you get and one of them is they have a television, so if you're waiting with your kids, they can go out and watch TV, and it's got normal cable. And as I was reminding – I was talking to Andrew today, like, hey, help me remember about this review. He said, yeah, some guy was watching some inappropriate cable movie on it. And I was like, Oops. oh, yeah, you're right. So it has cable, but usually it's a Disney movie and the kids are watching or whatever. Um But it does have cable, and then they had two computers um with Internet access. So if you needed to do anything like that, you could or just wanted to surf the net. And um, Speaking of inappropriate movies, okay. Well, yeah, well, hey, that's you. That's you. Anyways, now I've, I've lost my train of thought. I should have inappropriate movies. <laughs> Anyways, um, the other thing they had, which we actually did take advantage of, because remember we were going to stay in the hotel most of the time, was you can check out DVDs, which I thought was really neat. And they have, I think, about a 100 movies, if I'm not mistaken. Nice. And they're all Disney or Touchstone. So we had to try to find Cause, like, I don't want the Disney Kitty movies, even nothing's wrong with that, but I was like, I'm staying in the room, so we tried to they had so we went back kind of old school now, but I'm like, hey, what's a movie that's somewhat adult, that I don't mind Andrew watching, that I think's kind of funny that was Touchstone, and they had What About Bob? So we rented What About Bob, and we watched it does anyone remember that movie? Yep. Oh, okay, yeah, we watched it, and he thought it was decently funny, and, and it was because it was PG, so it's not all G movies, and we watched it at the DVD player in our room, and that was pretty neat that they had that. They also have newspapers there. But those are kind of the only perks. Um That's one thing that I do actually have a little bit of a, an issue with is as a concierge-level guest, I would hope I'd get some extra perk, either with the park or something other than stuff that's in the lounge. I don't know. That's just I thought spending this much money. I know no one told me to spend this much money. But I want to get like, you know, throw an extra fast fast my way. I know. I shouldn't be going down that road or give me something a little bit more. But, um, no, they, they, it was, that was really the only like little perk other than the lounge itself. So now let me talk about the lounge itself. It's, you know, very, what's the word? Nancy, help me out when it's like nice looking and very well, not apportioned. Come on. Nancy. Um, Well well appointed. Thank you. That was it. Appointed. That's it. That's it. Ding. It's like $25,000 pyramid. Um, Really, I got it because I wanted to eat all day in the lounge. And that's what I did. So, they have food and snacks. Yes, they, I know. And that's what I'm talking it's about. It's a cute yes, lounge. It is. It was a cute, it's a, it's a very cute lounge. It was a nice lounge to hang out in. After the race, my friends from Fresno, uh, wanted to go to the parks and I'm walking like, you know, kind of achy. I'm like, it's 100 degrees. I can go here tomorrow. I'm like, hey, do you want to keep my son and hang out with him and I'll go back huh. to the lounge? And so they did. They Those went back to the are they,
0: so
1: nice. they are, they're really nice. And they, um, they took him and then I went back to the lounge and just kind of hung out and I actually read the paper and just enjoyed the air conditioning and the view. That was the nice thing is the view is so cool. You just want to like sit there and hang out, which oh, I, I really like. Well,
2: why don't you why, you, why don't you describe it? it?
1: Well, I said that you could see every, I mean, it's, it's, you're, you're basically at the end of downtown Disney. So you can see, like I said, the hills of East Orange County, the, you can see the Matterhorn and, I think the tip of the castle and um the construction on Earl of Sandwich you can see the, that
0: the baseball field
1: Oh yes thank mm-hmm. you for that the baseball field on top of ESPN zone and I, I remember still think the,
3: that's the best the best view of of all the resorts that are available is that really that does. one that you had that I, east I, view from the from the adventure tower
1: I agree and that's made me think that that almost made it worth the over expense Just to be able, I spent most of my time up in that lounge just hanging out, getting to experience Disney in a nice 68-degree cool environment with snacks. Like, I got to experience, I mean, okay, obviously, if you're going to there and go to the parks, don't waste all your time in the lounge. But for someone who's been to the parks, it was a nice treat to just hang out in the lounge and, and see everything. And then also start pointing things out. Hey, there's that. Ooh, I wonder if I can see that. I wonder if I can see that. So that was, uh, yeah, the view's amazing. And we were put on the 10th floor. I don't know if when you're on the concierge, if you're automatically put in the Adventure Tower. I have no idea. But we were put on the 10th yeah. floor underneath with the same view. So you got the awesome view. Thank you for me that. Um, so let's talk about the food because really that's the whole reason you go in the lounge to eat. So they provide food and snacks throughout the day, which I personally try to make meals out of. And that was me being cheap, going, well, if I spent this much money, I'm not spending any more money on food. And to be honest, you really shouldn't do that. I'm amazed I was able to finish the marathon considering what I had eaten the day before because um, they were all snacks. But um, it, it, it's really not doable unless you have really little kids. It might be doable. But I did it anyways because I went, well, I'm going to get all my money's worth out of this darn concierge lounge. So um, the three basically they start at breakfast. Breakfast is something you definitely could do a meal out of. It's not a, you know, a, a full meal, but if, it's kind of like you would have it a, you know, it's a continental breakfast. So they have, um, fruit, cheese, bagels, pastries, uh, muffins, orange juice, coffee, milk and cereal, um, some, like ham and turkey with the cheeses, uh, hard boiled eggs, yogurt, the fresh fruit, which I just couldn't stop eating, which was really good. I think that's it for the breakfast. So that is actually something you could... Oh, and they had a toaster, and then teas and stuff, and, and juices. And so you could... They even had a high-end coffee maker, which they had a guest, uh, a cast member there to help you figure it out. And I'm like, I don't want to... It's going to turn into some horrible 80s sitcom with stuff spewing if I try to make an espresso. But they had that. So that's something that you did have access to. So And know that when you stay, you can go up there at any time and get stuff and then bring it down to your room or with you to the parks or whatever. So breakfast is something I think you could actually make a meal out of. And they start before the parks open. So you could actually eat there and then get right to the parks if you were interested in doing that. Um, lunch isn't really lunch, but I made it lunch because that's what I was trying to do. Uh, throughout the day, they offer snacks such as they have, uh, you know, the veggie tray, uh, chips and salsa, house made potato chips, which I ate so much of again. What's, what's the worst thing you should eat? Before you're gonna run a marathon in a 90 degree day. Oh, I know, salty potato chips. <laughs> I ate a bunch of those things. Um So that was my version of carb loading. But they had house made potato chips, which were really good. And um I would clean them out, and they'd put more on the on the little tray for me. You know, as I'm sitting there sh- just shoving my face with with house made potato chips and saying they have like onion dip know, or mar- something. Uh, they had ranch and Don't all work. of this. All of these pictures will be on the www.dizunplugged.com blog if you want to see pictures. This is a heavy picture blog, and it shows all the stuff that you can eat there. They had a salsa verde and a pico de gallo for their tortilla chips, which is really good. I, because I'm trying to remember, I'm being really cheap because I've already spent all my money. So I'm like, i got to make this creative. So I mixed this. is a really big tip here. I mixed the ranch and pico de gallo and made a little special kind of dip for my chips. I was very excited about that. When you eat there three days in a row... You gotta mix something up. Cause really this is not a meal place. This is what happens when someone with no money decides to stay at the concierge level and is like all excited about it. You know, it's like going to a nice restaurant and shoving like the rolls in your pants. That's basically me. So like, <laughs>
0: ice water and lemon, please?
1: Yeah, they had ice, they had plenty of ice water and lemon. Yes. Um, sugar packets. They, yeah. they uh, with the snacks, they also had, um, goldfish and trail mix and little dispensers. They had uncrustables on demand. They were on Crustables there all the time. And then they had granola bars and like uh, not nutri bars, but some Quaker cereal bars and then regular granola bars. So one little tip where I want to say something you might want to consider if you're a family of kids, let's say Nancy's kid's age, where it might, I don't want to say, again, I don't want to say it's worth it, but you might want to consider it. Is the fact that you can bring this stuff with you. So there was a family that came with their big bag, and they were shoving in Uncrustables and granola bars and chocolate milks and waters, and like okay, again, how
0: far can you go with that though? I mean, before they start looking at you funny. Well, they okay. never
3: look at you funny.
0: They
1: never, because you paid concierge level. Yeah, that's true. That's why they didn't. I mean, look
0: that's at what it's there for. They're They'd... always gonna break even. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they didn't. Okay, now you shouldn't do this. I know. I broke, I'm sure I broke rules, but they never questioned me. So I'm local. So I told all my friends, I'm going to stay at the concierge level. You got to go check it out. So there were people that I came in with and I just showed them what it was and maybe they got a soda or something. I'm not saying you're supposed to do that. I know that was totally against the law and people will hate me for doing it, but I'm never going to get a chance to go up there again. And some of my friends will never go up there. So I'm like, Hey, come on up. I want you to see. So um, then, all that's what I was saying is you just do the card and you bring it in. Now I'm not saying have 50 people with one card come in. I'm just saying to to show you the idea that they're not they're not on you like, hey, you've reached your allotment of uncrustables for the day. I'm not saying you should take advantage of it, but it's I mean you're in a first class lounge. They are they treat you first class. So um, yeah, I'm sure if I would have opened the lid on the trail mix and dumped it out in a big trash bag. Maybe they might have said something, but in terms of like bringing your like, you know, your, your, your duffel bag and shoving stuff in. So, um, where I was saying is if you have a family of, let's say you have a family of toddlers or the kids that need the half day nap, you know, the, the middle of the day nap, where I could see this being an advantage is I'm thinking, okay, so in the morning, one of them's ready and needs to get out of the room and mom needs to get ready. Well, dad can take one of the kids up to the lounge, eat breakfast while well, mom can be relaxed and get ready herself, or vice versa. And you could feed their, you know, and then pick up some snacks for the day. Thinking you're gonna eat it, those kids are, you know, three year olds gonna eat on crustables in the park anyways. Now you'd have to order a lot to make it make it up, but just know that they're there. You could take them and then kind of be ready. Or I was thinking when you have the um the, the midday nap, where let's say one kid doesn't want to have to take a midnight day nap, they could go up to the lounge and. You know, you could watch TV or go on the Internet or, you know, draw or color or something while mom or dad and the other kid are taking a nap. It gives you some place to go with snacks and a nice view that I think for kids that age, it might be it, not that I'm not, I'm not saying it's worth it, but that it, it might be something to think about. At dinner or in the late afternoon hours is when they break out the big guns of beer and wine. Woo! And I, yes, and I found out after the fact. That you are allowed to bring the beer and wine with you outside of the lounge. So, they give you a cup and you could bring, I mean, you can bring it downstairs to the pool. So that's something else to think of. If you're staying at the pool and then you're ordering from the lounge or from a Trader Sam's, the, that's basically where they bring you the alcohol from. I mean, you don't have the same access. You have, you know, Bud Light and I don't remember what the other beer was and, um, wine and stuff. But you can go up, you can go up there, get yourself a beer and bring it down. Or go up there, get your a soda and some chips, and bring it down. It's okay. Not and, and you're allowed. And when I thought you can't bring, so I saw someone leaving with beer. So you can bring beer. Oh sure. Oh, that changes everything. So um, just know that you're able to do that. So that's another nice little perk. And so in the early in the afternoon hours, when they bring up the like appetizers, and um, they had um like egg rolls one night and empanadas another night, and then um. Fried artichoke hearts with a, like an aioli. So it was, you know, it was good. It was obviously not dinner worthy, but I tried to make it dinner worthy. Um, and then they also had some like nice artisan, you like that, Nancy? Artisan breads. Mm-hmm. I said it correctly. I was going to say fancy and then I realized, oh wait, no, the right word's artisan. Artisan breads. And so it's not, it's definitely not dinner worthy, but it's, um, it's, you know, appetizers and you have the beer and wine and then Later in the evening is when they bring out, um, they bring out cookies, um, and they have the macadamia nut, oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip cookies, and then brownies, which were amazing, which I, Andrew and I ate plenty of, and they had Rice Krispie Treats one night, and then tort, tarts, the other, um, like cheesecake tarts the other night, and then the little apple pies the, the other night. So they have the desserts and all that stuff there. And so, um. Again, don't make it dinner like I did, but um that was just because I was just, I'm mean, being cheap. So um I, I love the fact that you just have access to the food, but you're still gonna need to eat real food. Unless you're me. Or you're a toddler. A toddler you could probably get away with. Now the, I, I know and I know, I'm so, and Nancy, you're doing a good job, and I'm saying, well, you didn't talk about blank. I know the coolest thing mm. that almost makes it worth the cost is at night, they, oh, they also have hot chocolate. Andrew wanted me to make sure they had hot chocolate. Tell you everybody they had cho- hot chocolate. And um a fridge full of sodas and water and all that stuff. But um and it's funny because the um there were a lot of runners and they didn't, the water you had to ask for. So they had it in a um what's the fan, a decanter? um with lemon. But if you wanted a little Dasani water to take to the parks or out with you because there were so many runners, they, you would ask, and they would just, oh, can I get three waters? And they would just give you the dissolving waters. Well, so, you know, if you
3: think about it, they don't have that much space on stage in that area, you're right. so it's easier for them to just keep them in a. With the way people go through water, it's just as easier for them to keep them in the backstage refrigerator. Yeah,
1: and then they have the to-go cup, so you can go up, get your coffee and leave, or go get your water and leave, and or take your soda or whatever. Um, but the thing that was the coolest, and this almost makes it worth. The credit card bill I got. And that was the, um, at when it's time for fireworks, you can go up to the lounge, they dim the lights, you can get your desserts, they pipe in the music, and you get to experience the fireworks, especially in the summer when it's 90s, it was still 90 degrees outside, nice con- temperature controlled, you got the music, you got to see all the fireworks, you could see everything, with dessert, sitting in a nice, comfortable chair, nobody's next to you bumping you with a stroller, and as soon as it was done, you could go right back to your room. You didn't have to deal with the crowds.
0: Are they still that... serving beer and wine at that time? Yes. Ooh, so you get mm-hmm. a wine with your fireworks?
1: Yes. It's almost like, well, I don't say um, it's it's like the it's almost like a little phantasmic dessert party, but just for yourself up there. With and there was a few of us. I mean, there was a, a people started showing up right around that time just to do that. And that to me was okay. This is Disney when you know you pay that extra money, they give you that one's that special little thing. And the food, okay, it's snacks. That's the special little thing that's like okay, that's cool. That was worth the treat to myself was getting to see the fireworks and also just that lack of hassle after the fireworks when everybody leaves.
2: I like that idea.
1: Yeah, I mean it's not it's it's going to cost you, but you know if you do it for one night or you do it for a special occasion like I did for my birthday that's the little p. like other than that, like, uh ah, okay, this is cool. Which is, I know we kind of all know that that's kind of what Disney is. You're like, I oh, know especially those of us that's going to be somewhat jaded being locals. Going, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, this is pretty cool, isn't it? You know, and, the, and it was, it was, it was, I'm glad I did it. Uh, would I do it again? I'm going to say no, but I'm sure if I had an impulse, I would do it again because it's just a nice, cool experience. It's expensive, but if you're already going to spend a lot of money and you want to give yourself, maybe just do it one night, just for the fireworks and having the day, or the day you want to just relax around the hotel, I would not recommend it to someone who's going to be a um, commando tour, because yeah. you have to actually take the time to use it. I didn't go to the parks. That, well, no, I went to the parks for 10 minutes and said, Tom? For those of you that didn't know, that was my friend from Fresno. And anyways, Tom, you want to <laughs> take Andrew? I'm going to go back upstairs because I'm tired. I just ran a marathon. So, um, I, and he's like, yeah, so they hung out and got to go on the big rides that I'm scared of anyways. And, um, like I literally was in there a lot because I knew I, this was my chance to experience the hotel more. So, um, it was really fun and it was, it was cool to have that first class treatment and feeling special and really, the fireworks. That's what made it. The fireworks.
0: Now pricing on that. Would the pricing be different for a family of four versus what just you and Andrew?
1: I don't think so, Nancy.
2: Um when I, think, I think it's one price for the room, I think isn't it's, it's, it's one price for the room. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's one price for the room. That's why if you, what's the most that they'll allow you in a room? Five. five. Okay, so if you Depending have five. Depending on the room. Okay, so if you have five in there. This is what I'm saying. I'm not gonna say it's like a value, but if you have five in there, and it's let's say a, it's a
0: better, better value. It's a
1: better deal. If you've got three toddlers, okay, your encrustables are covered. Like, and you know, because yep. they're gonna eat the same thing. You're spending five bucks in the park. You've got there. You have got your snacks. Your okay. So let's look at it this way. Let's say I'm flying from Northern California, and so and now with bag, you know, it's not like I'm driving where I can pack the car full of all the snacks that I need, goldfish and all that stuff. Well. If I'm flying so I don't want to spend the extra money on the bags and I got all these little kids, I'm pretty much covered with kind of stuff they'll eat. Yeah,
2: there was a, a, a family of, I think it was a somebody on the Diz who went there with four boys. And she said that that was, to her, was a good bargain because those boys ate a lot. They were tweens. And so she thought she got her money's worth. For well, the and concierge with all the food that they were able to eat, and plus the other amenities that you and, had mentioned.
1: And I try to convince my my son is very. he I try to okay, if we eat really big now, then we don't have to. No, that doesn't work for him. Like I always try to like beat the system with food with him, so I don't have to spend money at Disneyland. He, I can't with me, I can, but with four twin like tweens that just want to eat snacks all day, because at some point, like Andrew was, I need some meat. I need like real food. So um. I'm like okay, go get real lunch. Shut
0: but, up and um, eat your peanut butter.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, come on. But dad, I've had Concrustables every two hours. I know they're protein and carbs. It's perfect. Um, dad, I haven't but, been to
0: the bathroom in four days. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Um, but um, be quiet and drink your third Coke. Um, so um, and finish your Goldfish. Anyways, um, no, but for like you said, for for kids like for that are snackers and that. And I like the idea of if I had a bunch of toddlers and I want the little time to, like I said, you know, take the nap and do that. And it gives me a place to not be stuck in the hotel room. So it was just, it, I thought it was a great experience. It's expensive.
0: but Are I, the rooms any different on the 10th okay.
1: floor than the rest of the? I'm not exactly sure. You and had I know a weird stuff. room. Okay. And yeah, you saw. It. And the reason why I think I had a weird room is because I, this was marathon weekend, labor weekend. And I said, hey, got any concierge rooms left? So I don't know if my, my room was on the corner, which was kind of cool, but it seemed a little smaller, but I didn't want to make a judgment on it because I basically had already registered for a room and then at the last minute said, any concierge available? So I don't know what it would have been like if I would have registered for a concierge and then like a normal human and not as soon as I got up to the cash register when I was picking up my inquirer and gum. <laughs> like, I mean, that's totally what it was a total impulse buy. No, really, I've been thinking about it. I, was, I just didn't tell anyone. But so I that's why I don't want to answer that, Wayne, because my room seemed nothing special. I, but I don't. I'm gonna assume that my room was nothing special because I did it at the last minute. That's my only guess, but I, I could be wrong.
3: Okay, I actually took a, um, I actually took a tour with the, um, <clears throat> some other travel agency types back when cars land open and they were saying that the rooms are basically the same room there are more um, connecting type rooms that form mini suites
1: that's true in those I was areas. In a, I was in the half a second half I was in a connected room that wasn't connected so we opened a right. door to two rooms I was one on the right and then somebody else was one right, on
3: the right. so it, it was basically a lock off two-bedroom suite.
1: Yes, and I was in one bedroom of the two.
3: And so you've got a lot of things like that, and then you've got some of the specialty suites up there, like the adventurer suite.
1: Yes, that was pretty awesome, just walking by those doors.
3: Okay, I actually, and I will do my best to try and have a blog up on this. I know, promises, promises. I've been really good at blogs lately. (laughs) Um, But I... Got to tour the Adventurer Suite, and I have a bunch of fabulous photos. So since Tony's talking about concierge, maybe I'll try and also pop something up and let you guys take a peek inside there. It was a lot of fun. That would be cool. Really cool room. And you know what? The room sleeps enough people that if you have a good-sized family, it would be totally fun to do for one night. I don't know how much it costs. I've always hesitated to ask just because,
0: but because if you have to ask, yeah, you probably can't afford it.
3: Yeah, something like that. But you know, you figure if the room sleeps eight, you divide it on up between all those people, and boom, you got it.
1: Now we're like a Jersey Shore going to Vegas. <laughs> a bunch of guys in Ed hardy t-shirts sleeping on the floor in a suite. No, I would totally do that. We could do, do that it. for
0: Wayne Spatcher party.
1: Wait, why can't we do that? Wait, we can get eight.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Is there yeah, we've got eight. Are gonna tell <laughs> us? <Tell> us <laughs> All of us? Someday. And the kids. We've got
1: more than eight. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Let's do it.
2: Podcast party. Wait, mm-hmm. do I really
1: want to be in pajamas with all you guys?
2: No. Well, it's better than the <laughs> alternative.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> you win. I can't have no comeback for that one. <laughs>
3: boy that's a first
1: I know man I could I've just got mental images floating around my head so anyways that's and, and, yeah when, when I and when if you read the blog I basically what I say is this is not a review whether it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down it's this is information now you actually have a better chance of do I want to pay for it or do I not want to pay for it so you actually get to see the food so you know wait okay that's what that really means because a lot of times you'll hear concierge and you won't know well, what am I really getting? That was kind of the whole purpose of this was, well, other than to treat myself, was to let everybody know this is what you get when you get it and do with it what you want.
3: And it varies a little bit from hotel to hotel within the Disneyland Resort, too. They often say that the uh, Disneyland Hotel's concierge is the best
1: of all three.
3: And, and it, certainly I think so. it's a well, bigger – it's not the step? biggest lounge of what, all of them.
1: What is the – what is best about it, though? Like, because Andrew actually liked the food better in the Paradise Pier Hotel one. I don't agree with him, but because he well, there was something. the Paradise
2: Pier Hotel one is that's inside, right? It's on the second floor. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of it's view? It's huge. Get?
1: You don't get a view, really. You.
2: You. Yeah, not really, unless you go off to the
3: one side.
1: Well, no. My question is, is though, what makes it the best? Is it the? Latin? I guess it has more it of a food? variety.
3: The food might be better. Like the variety and selection of the food might be better.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you feel more it, like your Disneyland and, and the Disneyland Hotel concierge oh, than the other
1: two? Uh, the Disneyland Hotel, the view, the view alone is almost worth the price. Is
2: also, I, I mean, you've got to
3: take the total package.
1: Yeah, the fact that you can be drinking a glass of wine and having a brownie. And watching the fireworks. Like well, because- I I know nothing about wine, okay. I I don't know. That's the wine I'm drinking is goes perfect with brownies, by the way. I know nothing about wine. Anyways, no, okay. Drinking a uh, having a hot cup of hot chocolate and a brownie and watching the uh fireworks with the music is you can what no other lo- no other concierge lounge can give you that.
3: Yeah. Well, now you can you can watch the fireworks and the music from the Grand Californians Concierge Lounge, but you're not on the downtown Disney side. You. How do I want to explain this? And you're not on the 11th the monorail, floor. You, you have the monorail courtyard between you and the other part of the hotel, and then Disneyland. The fireworks. So and you've you- got a bit more distance. You're watching the fireworks up over a section of hotel. Yeah. So it's not the same clean view of fireworks that you get from that high up. Just your view is more dead on at Disneyland. So there you go. Blah,
1: blah, blah. So that's it. That's the Concierge Lounge. All right. And check out the blog.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Tony. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you in two weeks. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical than it's shared. Thanks for listening.